Ready? Ready as that can be? Yeah. Are you ready to go from glory to glory? Yeah. Ready to be all strict and serious about it though, goofball? Yes. Whatever. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. And angry. No, wait, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have fun when you're burning in the sun. If you don't, well. Then your life ends up a big royal turd. <laughs> It is royal because it's of the uh, the old order of things, and it is royal crap. There is an old royalty, it's written in the word, and there is a messianic new royalty that's not based on the 70 root nations of the Tower of Babel, one of which is the Jews and Israel. So that's why there's no Jew or Gentile in Christ. Now when you start to learn these mysteries, everything should be new because you're hearing it from a higher level. And you can't say, oh, I've heard that before, because if you say that, you're calloused and hard-hearted. Because the gospel is always alive, so in hearing it today is the day of salvation. Not 20 years ago, when you had an event with Yadivave or Holy Spirit or Jesus, blood revelation. I understand that. I already knew that. I, I understand. So it's layer after layer of pride and stubbornness and strife are that you we saying, have. Are you trying to insinuate that I don't understand what you're saying right now? I understand. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a live reenactment of how that how it manifests. Just in case anyone's familiar with how that feels. No, pride is... is a, <laughs> it was good, right? Pride is, is human. So you can't say, I don't have pride, because you have a human spirit until you're at a certain rung. Tiferet of Asaya. And then your spirit begins to transfigure for the first time through the sapphire stones. You cannot transfigure your spirit on earth. In fact, the scripture says that's called the valley of death. On earth, you have a spirit of iniquity. So you can't be accurate in your spirit hearing from God on earth. It's not possible. No one has ever done it in the church age. Truth anyhow. That's why so much of it burns and it's not even recorded and it doesn't even exist in heaven. Because the church age was like iron mixed with clay. Daniel 7. So now we're going into pure iron and pure gold and pure bronze, his boots. What's one of the main ingredients in bronze? Iron. Okay. Copper. Also, silver, gold, and gemstones. These are levels of refinement in your spirit, soul, mind, and body forever. So you want to start the refiner's fire, the launderer's soap, in your spirit, day one, after you believe in Jesus Christ. If you get into religion, not only does your spirit die, but you get seven times worse. So you're not dealing with just the original evils of the human being at that point. Jude calls that twice dead. Hebrews calls that twice dead. So there's an apostolic doctrine in New Torah, which is New Testament, Torah and Testament, same word, 
apostolic doctrine, which we need the foundations of a first century Christianity that don't exist today in modern, the charismatic church. We're going to reestablish the ancient religion of Christianity that does not exist in the world today. In the world today, the ancient religion of Christianity is called a cult. It's called nonsense. It's called insanity. It's called extremism. It's called fringe. No, this was normal. Apostle Jesus with 12 apostles. But it's so far removed from your American facade and your American Disneyland Christianity, to put it calmly and politely, that's what it is. It's fantasy, it's delusion, it's witchcraft, it's sorcery, it's clippeth activity for 1,500 years since the influence of the Roman Catholic Church and all the fallen angels taking over the covenant religion and turning it into something it never was. And if you don't understand the wisdom of the ages, in ages a thousand years, you have 1,500 years of fallen angel occupation and corruption inside the religion called Christianity. We don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. We have the scriptures. We know those are inerrant, infallible. The scriptures, Genesis to Revelation, infallible, inerrant, perfect scripture. The issue is the mindset and the atmosphere in which you read them Mm -hmm. and how they apply to you on the inside in the person of the heart, which is the born-again new creature in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If there's an application of just the external person without the regeneration and building up of the God sperm genetics of 1 John that says you're born again of the incorruptible sperm of the word of God that cannot sin, and if you did not develop that up into a maturity that's likened unto the angel of Yadavave who conceived you in the womb, then you've never even participated with real apostolic, ancient, prophetic Christianity. So we need to establish that again to be the norm and not something considered uh, extreme, cult, or fringe by people who truly love Jesus. The situation is so intense in America today that the people with all their zeal that love Jesus sincerely, with their emotions and feelings and consciousness that sincerely love God, persecute the ones that are walking with God. Mm-hmm. And so the Clippeth sorcery is so conniving, and that serpent was exceedingly deceptive and subtle, that it has turned the lovers of Jesus against those who walk with him the closest. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the kingdom divided cannot stand. Yeah, I heard that they tried to take the sheep away from the apostolic shepherds so they're not led on sapphire stones in the original design of ancient Christianity. And that's why all those voices come into people's foreheads from Saturn and Mars, the principalities and heavenly places, are striking pastors, teachers, even apostles and prophets. I don't even doubt the apostolic and the prophetic calling on most of these people because there will be thousands. The issue is... They have such a low standard under the clippeth on earth and not in the heavens that they're not even aware of how much demonic influence of the principalities and heavenly places from Mars and Saturn are striking them to influence them through their foreheads. So it's mostly in ignorance. Now what's the high priest? The one who sacrifices for the ignorance of the nation of Israel. So what's the high priesthood in 2023? 
the apostles on sapphire stones forgiving the people that think they're serving God perfectly down Mm -hmm. on earth in the lowest rung in the valley of death and don't Mm -hmm. understand anything about Jacob's ladder or the secret stairway of Song of Songs and are just critical, judgmental, even blasphemous and murderous towards the apostles even in 2023. So in order to be pioneers and leaders in this generation right now, you are going to have to have gemstone armor. If you have weakness, if you are overly sensitive to the sins of the people, they'll take you out in a, in a year. You know, most full-time ministers quit, and it's over 50% in the United States of America. Over 50% of full-time ministers quit within the first three years. And it's not like they're not even not called. It's just like the persecution, the demands of the people, the corruption, the sin, the complacency, the draw of the world, the clippeth, the principalities, Mm -hmm. Mars and Saturn, and the constellations and the planetary systems of the fallen angels striking them so severely, they don't have the armor Mm -hmm. to withstand the potent sorcery of the clippeth of Babylon the Great of Lucifer Satan going up 10 weeks. Now take a look at this. I want to show you something real quick. We've shown you before, but you're going to continue learning because this is the school of Enoch. The clippeth, there is Satan and Keter, Pan and Bina. There's the bone throne of Dat the Abyss. That Where is that? That is Pluto. Okay, that's the forehead. That's where the 666 is in the human being's forehead before they have the renewal of their mind. Before the Romans 12 tood, transfigured by the renewal of their mind, they're going to have Dat striking them in their foreheads. And all those principalities are in the heavenly places. You see a few down on the bottom, that's on earth, but those aren't even principalities. They're not. That's just the territorial spirits are the lowest ranking spirits in the kingdom of hell. Once you get into the celestial spirits, they're actual winged demons. That's why some of the champions who are on, even on the mountaintop, brave front lines, they don't care, they're brave, you know, they're warriors. When it comes to the cosmos, I've seen that just the best of them almost want to tuck, you know, tuck tail and run. And so some of you are going cosmic. You're starting to understand what it actually means and what it actually takes to stand in the cosmos. It'll take cosmic armor. You can't yeah. Yeah. deal with cosmic evil without there. celestial flesh. It'll take you out the corrupt you guarantee because... Now, this is why the walls of Jerusalem, which is your celestial armor, are made of jasper and all the gemstones, gemstone armor. The book of Revelation is gemstone armor of celestial Christians that have ascended from earth into the heavens to walk on sapphire stones. Without the walls of jasper, what is written, Jerusalem is a walled-in city that cannot be penetrated by enemies. Scripture. Okay, It is written, Jerusalem is a walled-in city, an impenetrable fortress, a city on a hill. Celestial Jerusalem. not talking about down on the earth over in the Middle East. not talking about that Jerusalem. That's Jerusalem of Malkut of Isaiah. That's a different Jerusalem. The Jerusalem of the book of Revelation is called heavenly, supernal Jerusalem above. Galatians chapter 4, our mother apostolic doctrine of the first century apostle paul says in galatians chapter 4 jerusalem is our mother above and in her you have true freedom that's what he says but those that are trying to serve the jerusalem below 
are totally bewitched, serving the fallen angels, entirely gone to the devil. Because it's just earthly religion. If you are not heavenly spiritual, where God is, seated with Christ in heavenly places, the Lamb at the right hand of Yadavave God, the one God, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is the one, the Lord is God, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. If you are not in that heavenly Yadavave, the only living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the earthly God is 100% of the time a demon spirit. An earthly God, an earthly Jesus, an earthly Holy Spirit. An earthly Holy Spirit is a demon, usually a fairy of Jezebel's tower. Truth anyhow. Your God is enthroned in Zion, it is written. Our God ascended on high. Right? Acts chapter 1, Apostolic Doctrine. He who descended is the same one who also ascended to the right hand of Yadavave and is enthroned in the eternity of the eternities and fills all ten worlds, Jacob's ladder, Enoch's ten weeks, already. That's what the Bible says in Colossians. He has filled them already and his works are perfected at the right hand of God. Problem is, yours ain't. Obviously, yours ain't. You're learning how to earn merit. Merit? I thought it's unmerited. It's unmerited in lamb. Now it's time for a lion, which is merit, learning how to live and do the works of the Holy Spirit inside the walls of Jerusalem for Father Zion in heaven. What's the last thing Jesus Christ said in the Bible, Revelation 22? Told it to you five times at Joel's bar in the last couple months. I am coming with rewards to give to each one according to merit. Merit. M-E-R-I-T. The unmerited stuff is the infancy of the Academy of Youth. If you haven't gone from infancy of unmerited grace into the merit of doing the acts of the apostles, or the acts of the commandments of the apostles, fifth book of New Torah, acts, you have zero rewards in heaven. Zero. You'll go to heaven, but you'll have zero rewards. You'll be lucky to even have a house in the outer darkness of eternal heaven. It is through works you earn rewards. Now that sounds a little contradictory to your hyper-grace American Christianity, but it's the truth anyhow. And I want you to hear it because Jesus says this in his red-letter ministry. Listen. This is right here. Revelation twenty-two, twelve. Behold, I, Jesus, am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to each one according to the merit of his deeds, earthly works, and faithfulness. So the apostle is talking about 60 million faithful. Why? He wants you to have rewards with Jesus, the Messiah King, who's made of pure gold. Okay? I saw him seated on the cloud wearing pure gold. Revelation 14, 14. He wants you to have some of the gold and the riches and the inheritance of the Messiah. That, my friends, is called true love. If someone is not encouraging you to earn merit by deeds that please Messiah in the glory cloud, they are an enemy of your soul. If someone is abusing you with unmerited grace doctrines, they care nothing about your eternal future. They don't care if you have rewards with Jesus. They don't love you. So false grace 
is the abuse of the new covenant and the blasphemy of the 666 in the forehead of the beast nature. And that's a lot of prophecy all in one sentence. But somebody type in the comments, truth anyhow. Mm-hmm. Truth anyhow. I, Jesus, am coming quickly. Red letters. Revelation twenty two twelve. Quickly. My reward is with me to give to each one according to the merit You need to understand it. Let's ingrain that. According to the merit. Write that in the comments. According to the merit, deeds, earthly works, and faithfulness. Revelation 22, 12, amplified. So your rewards, whether it be silver, gold, gemstones, whether you have a house or zero house, whether you're in outer darkness, the inner court, or in the throne room for eternity, are entirely determined... According to merit, deeds, earthly works, faithfulness, I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the eternal one, the Aleph and the Tav. So Jesus then goes and says, your works throughout the ages. He says, your rewards are according according not to the unmerited grace. Zero rewards for that. Zero. Grace gets you zero rewards. That's Jesus here obedience inside the angel of grace, which is the angel of Shekinah, learning how to live inside the walls or the perimeter of the behavior, attitude, moral accountability, morality, the thought, the consciousness, the feelings, the emotions, the words, the deeds, inside the perimeter of the Holy Spirit, angel of Shekinah, mother Jerusalem, that's how you earn merit. Now, earning merit is not just being sealed with Mother Jerusalem. Now that you're holy now, because only those that are holy can be sealed in their hearts, their hands, and their foreheads with the angel of Shekinah, who is our Mother Jerusalem above. But the service of the throne of Father Zion, our light being, Hebrews 1.3, he is the light being. That's not a new age concept. That's ancient Christianity that the New Age ripped off in the last hundred years because Christians have not been restored to ancient Christianity and in ignorance have forfeited a lot of these definitions and terminologies that belong to the most spiritual people in the world. We've given them away because we're deceived. So when revelation comes forth from the throne of Yadevave, the Lamb of God, it is to remove the deceit and the structure of deceit in your heads, your hearts, and your hands to loose you entirely from any bondage to Babylon the Great and even Egypt and all the world systems of the ages that are in Babylon the Great. Because Babylon the Great is a spiritual place of all the building of the fallen angels and sinners and men and women of all time. So what is the building of men and women? Sorcery. How often? 100% of the time. But the building of the Holy Ghost, unless the Holy Ghost builds the house, the laborers labor in vain, it is written. So in order to not labor in vain, you have to have a relationship with Mother Jerusalem, which is a name in the cosmos for the Holy Spirit. We know the Holy Spirit down here as your caged dove that you control your speaking in tongues 
Half of you don't even have the Holy Spirit in your life. You got demon spirits, familiar spirits, false Holy Spirits, fairy spirits, Jezebelic spirits, and that's why you weep and gnash your teeth at the true heavenly and apostolic witness in Red Letter Ministries. Truth, anyhow. But when you get all that stuff of the other side, anathema out of your hearts and minds and hands by the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, that circumcises your hearts, that circumcises your hands, that circumcises your tongues and your mouths and your ears and your eyes and your senses and your foreheads and your thought life, your feelings and your emotions, your words and your deeds, and through the sword of the Spirit, which is the flashing sword that guards the gates of Yadevave in the Garden of Eden, you can enter through sanctification into the city, and begin glorification to do the works of your Father. And by doing the works of your Father, you earn merit, which is rank in the angelic rungs, which is a terminology from the ladder of Jacob, Tiferet, Shekinah, the heavenly glory and the path of lightnings. For those who see shall see angels ascending and descending. Why ascending? and descending. Maybe just descending, right? Because they need to come down to help us. How many of y'all know you're the new creature in Christ that's angel-like, Luke 20 it is written, that's ascending. Now what angels are descending? Truth is, none of them, except your guardian angels, and don't think they're sick of you, they're used to you. They understand you inside and out. And they still like you. Why? Because they're energized by Jesus. And he died on the cross for you. But your guardian angels can leave you. Don't think you're just stuck with you no matter what kind of dumb sin you get into. If you so grieve the Holy Spirit who sends angels to everyone at birth, you can have your guardian angels removed and demons put in their place. Sadly, a lot of people make that decision. May it never be you. May you repent and be granted the life of Israel and the life of Jacob and the life of the twelve tribes and the life of the twelve apostles inside heavenly Jerusalem's walls, sealed in your bellies, hearts, foreheads, and hands to live within her walls, to be a city enclosed and impenetrable to all enemy forces, as it's written, no sorcery can kindle against Israel. It is written in Torah. Torah says that sorcery in the ten forms of sorcery cannot kindle or work upon Jacob Tiferet. You know why? Because in his life he gained the testimony of conquering the ten forms of sorcery from Laban. Laban, your father has changed my wages ten times. He said that to his wife, Rachel. Why ten times? Because there are ten forms of sorcery and witchcraft in the world that the fallen angels teach their sons and daughters. And some of them try to get into RLM. Some of them try to get into you. Oftentimes they're able to corrupt you and turn you against your leaders. And you've probably been dealing with it your whole life. Some of you are actually them we're talking to right now. You are the corruptors. And you're corrupted and you're deceived and lost. And so... If God be willing, may he grant you repentance unto the life of the cross of his blood tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. But no sorcery can kindle against Jacob, Israel, Tiferet. Why? 
because he already conquered it and gained that testimony in life. Amen. What testimony are you going to gain in your life? It's about the testimony of Jesus. You know, it's yours. It's about your merit, your testimony. Now that's written in Revelation chapter 1. I, John, was exiled to Patmos because of my testimony for the word of God. So it was because John's testimony, his merit of doing good works that pleased Father God in Zion's glory inside the walls of his mother Jerusalem, because he wrote Revelation, and if you read it, that's exactly what it says. And he gained the testimony of the word of God and wrote probably the most powerful book in the Bible. Revelation is so powerful, it's the only book that promises a blessing if you read it out loud. Revelation 1, blessed, made happy and to be envied are those who read out loud the words of this prophecy. It is written. Amen. Amen. So rich. Riches of glory. That's my story. (laughs) You know what's been really interesting to me lately is this Jewish prophecy about the time of the Moshiach and how we know that it's a time and by that it's indicating the kingdom age of the Messiah. The kingdom age of the Messiah. Which is what firstborn of many. A seed has to die in order for it to multiply. So you see, Jesus came in the flesh, and he died, and showed the quality of his seed, which was resurrection, incorruptible, unable to die, unable to be killed, in that true part of him, not just the clay that he took on. Now his clay is incorruptible and unable to die. Isn't that fascinating? Well, this prophecy of that era, this is a Jewish prophecy I came across in my studies. How will you know it's Moshiach? How will you know it's that time? Kingdom age? Well, Israel, the people of God, and the Shekinah will be redeemed from exile. And even greater, all of Israel, so all of God's people, will be great sages. What does that mean? What's a sage? Knowledgeable of the oral tradition in wisdom and understanding, not just in knowledge. They will know the things that are now concealed, right? The mysteries and secrets of the kingdom, and will attain an understanding, so that's a bina of their creator. For you to attain an understanding of your creator, to attain bina in the supernal realms, what is that? That's the realm of Berea, bina. Supernal Bina is the realm of Berea where you receive a Neshama. And we've already talked about eternal, never-ending revival with the return of the Neshamas. Amen. The lights of the firmament. So they will understand, they have an understanding of their creator. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of yod vav Even greater yet, there will be a change and great innovation in the works of creation. Innovative, creative ideas from heaven that you're implementing in your businesses, so it will also benefit you financially and spiritually. 
with the holy business practices, amen? And on top of that, in that era, which is Kingdom Age, time of the Moshiach, there will be no jealousy. Mm. So that there's no strife, there's no jealousy, envy of others' blessings, others' belongings. It's only the holy, jealous love of God, which is about sexual purity and faithfulness. Apart from that, there will be no other forms of jealousy. There will be no jealousy. There will be an abundance of all delights. And that is when the... What do they say? The wolf or the lion will lay down with the lamb. Mm. Peace, really. Yeah. Nefesh is not going to be jealous or at strife towards Nefesh. That's when the Ruas are cleansed and the Neshamas are ruling over the Ruas of the earth from the angelic heavenly spheres. Amen. Revelation 5.10, it is written. So, to fulfill this Jewish prophecy, the Messiah Kingdom Age will be marked by all of God's people being great sages, which is Torah scholars, who attain an understanding of their Creator, which is knowing God, walking on sapphire stones, receiving your neshama. And there will be no jealousy. The absence of jealousy, envy, and strife is the hallmark of those who have stepped into the Kingdom Age. That's really good. That's from my notes here. The absence of jealousy, envy, and strife is the hallmark of those who have stepped into the Kingdom Age. The absence of foolishness. They will also possess the jealous love of God, which is his passion for holiness and despising sexual immorality, flirtatiousness, and any kind of Jezebelic false love that goes against the angelic protocol of the Holy of Holies. For instance, today, someone was participating in the RLM Facebook group. I'd never seen them before. And as soon as this person participated... And somehow they'd been in the group since 2019, because, you know, our ministry's been around since 2006, a very long time in social media. So I don't know all those thousands of, of people, but they're just out there. And when they participate for the first time, a lot of the time, it's the first time I've ever seen them. So this was the case of this person today. When they participated, it was a woman. Immediately, it was like Jezebel's Tower. And so I was like, whoa, where is that coming from? And so, you know, it sinned against wisdom. Wisdom was hurt with this person participating. So I look and I look at their profile and it's all clippeth fallen angel sorcery. And I said, what in the world? So I, I actually wrestled with this witch for about five minutes in the heavens and there was all kinds of errors and electronic errors and it was just things were fissuring out. And I've never had these problems with any other person, literally in years, or that I could ever remember. And I finally broke through and got it all purged from RLM and this person gone. Mm-hmm. And it was just this huge wrestling with this witch. And when I removed them, it said, wisdom has been removed from your group. And the wisdom was the wisdom of the clippeth. It was the wisdom of the mm-hmm. world. Those that are wise in human nature, the wisdom of men and women is sorcery. Now the problem is, is a lot of the wisdom of men and women 
you guys think it's valuable. The wisdom of men and women's religion is sorcery. Mm -hmm. It turns you into fallen angel murderers. And if you're honest with yourselves, it explains a lot of your testimonies of what you've had to overcome thus far in life. And now that you know these things are true, you can begin to wage the good Christian warfare against the ten forms of sorcery of the clippeth of all the rungs of the fallen angels in the world. But if you are in ignorance and in denial and don't have humility, you can't even begin circumcision because you still think men and women's Christianity is good. Mm -hmm. Men and women's Christianity is the Antichrist of the tenth week of Lucifer, Satan, Keter. Do you understand that? That's the highest mm -hmm. form of deceit, and the structure of deceit is the Christianity of men and women. Amen. Our Christianity is not from man or woman, it is written, but from the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Yarevave, the angel of Shekinah. Where is that written, Peter? If you suffer because of the angel of Shekinah, then you suffer as a Christian. Right? That's Torah. Spirit of glory. That's only written in Peter. But it's angel of Shekinah in Hebrew. You think Peter spoke Greek? Not much. Spoke Hebrew, Aramaic, the native languages of Israel in those days. Aramaic. Mm -hmm. So it would have been much more Hebrew and much less Greek. Mm -hmm. So getting into Hebrew is actually getting into first century Christianity. And you say, well, that's not important. It is important. Why is it important that you get into the roots of the ancient religion of Christianity? It's important to get into your roots of Christianity because it uproots the enemy of hundreds of years of deceit that's grown in your spiritual stomachs. As it's written, the least shall be as David. Right? Scripture? The least of the kingdom shall be as David. It is written. What's David? The roots of David, Malkut earth. To go from black earth to white earth, black Malkut, clippeth Malkut, under the fallen angels, into under Elijah's sandal, finding King David of Malkut and the humility of David. For the heart of David is the minimum requirement of the kingdom age. And when you have the roots of David, then you can move on towards the trunk, which is at the top of white earth, into the ladder, which is the trunk of the tree of life. But if you don't have the heart of David formed in your hearts, guess what happens? You're just illegitimate, and because you haven't developed in the Torah of the Messiah and the angel of Shekinah, the spirit of glory, because you don't really have the gospel interwoven into your spirit. You haven't ascended. You haven't been transfigured and renewed in your mind. You haven't done much. There's very little sanctification. It's basically all head knowledge without heart Shekinah. God sees the heart. Why does God, Yadevave, see the heart? Because he judges the measurements of his light. He's a gardener. Your father is a vine dresser. John 15, it is written. Why, what is he judging amongst the vines? The fruit of the Shekinah glory represented in the upper garden of Eden of how much of himself 
Shekinah, for God is light, God is Shekinah, Yarevave is Shekinah, new Torah, it is written, how much of it is formed in the mm-hmm. inner man. And if there's not much, well, that's you can't go to the next rung. You can't go any higher. You can't come out of mineral, plant, animal, and human being levels of the rungs of Malkut of Asiah and start going into Yasad of Asiah if you still have all the world inside your heart at a mineral level. If you're still clung and at altars of money and vegetables, drugs and alcohol, pharmakia are outside the city gates. Revelation says it is written. So it's like all magic arts outside the city gates. That's what Jesus Christ said. It'll all be clippeth or men and women's ability outside of Jerusalem is only sorcery and the ten forms of it. That's what scripture says. Outside the city gates are all the dogs and the sorcerers and the practitioners of the magic arts and those who love a lie and the sexually immoral and the cowards. It's exactly what is written. So now inside the city gates are what? Righteous men and women made perfect. Perfect? Yes. That you're constantly increasing in the perfections of the sword of the spirit through circumcisions of the word of God that you've received against your animal forms, your plant forms, your mineral Mm. forms, your human being forms, and all the forms of the fallen angels that you must deny in yourself to go from glory to glory. Somebody type amen in the comments. Amen. Amen. (laughs) So that you be purified before your what? Glorified. Romans 8, it is written. Mm. We want to go after the glory before the purity. You know what that is? A thief that comes to steal 100% of the time. The ones that don't have the contributions to the apostles, the cheerful giving to the apostles, only want to steal the apostolic graces, the apostolic glories for themselves. They have no loyalty to the mm-hmm. Lamb whatsoever. They are arch enemy. They are Truth cursed. And they are cursed. Amen. Let them be thrown out of the walls of Jerusalem with the dogs and the sorcerers because they're practicing magic arts. Truth and Amen. Yes, I love. It's beautiful. Glory. God is going to have his way. That's the kingdom age. Which means it doesn't matter how you feel about it. Doesn't matter your opinion about it. God's going to have his way. Which means the Tower of Jezebel is no longer going to have her way. So I suggest you come out from among her, my people. Should we read that? I think that'd be really good right now. Yeah, I feel uh, lingering there. Message to Ephesus, amplified, to the angel divine messenger of the church in Ephesus write, aren't you glad it's to the angel and not to the human being, lest we be in the Old Testament instead of the New Testament? Come on now. (laughs) These are the words of the one who holds firmly the seven stars. Aren't you happy it's seven stars? And not seven bricks of Egypt. Mm -hmm. So that the heavens are the Lord's and everything in them. The heavens are my throne and the earth is my footstool. It is written, all seven stars belong to Jesus Christ. Mm. 
which are the angels of the messengers of the seven churches in his right hand. His loving kindness. His said, The one who walks amongst the seven golden lampstands, the seven churches. That's the fresh oil. Let it spring up from your bellies. I love your Kabbalah. I know your deeds and your toil and your patient endurance and that you cannot tolerate those who are evil. That's right. That sounds about right. And have tested and critically appraised those who call themselves apostles, which means special messengers, personally chosen representatives of Christ, but are in fact not, and have found them to be liars and impostors. I've done it probably 500 times since 2006 already. And I know that you who believe and are enduring patiently are bearing up for my name's sake and that you have not grown weary of being faithful to the truth. We're in Revelation 2.4. But I have this charge against you. Oh, Jesus. He's charging against you. Are you going to rebuke Jesus? A lot of Christians would call that the accuser of the brethren. Wouldn't they? I know I have before. Probably not you guys. You're all better than me. (laughs) But I have this charge against you that's in the red letters. It's Jesus Christ speaking in the Bible. I have this charge against you. A charge from the Lord against you is the evidence that he loves you. And if he doesn't have a charge against you, you're not his sheep of his pasture. Truth anyhow. So get with it. And you have left your first love. You have lost the depth of love that you you first had with me. So remember the heights from which you have fallen and repent. Change your inner self, your old way of putting stickers on Facebook messages. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I'm oh, sorry. So remember the heights from which you have fallen and repent and change the way you treat your spouse. You need to. And keep repenting all the time that you speak more sweetly to others in Jesus' name. So remember the heights from which you have fallen. Wow, so we're like, well, I haven't fallen at all. No, ten worlds you've fallen. That's what living on earth is. Jesus Christ is saying, remember the fall of man. Well, you don't want to think about those things. Just think think about love all the time. Well, that's unbiblical. This is the red letters. Revelation 2, 5. Listen. Remember the heights from which you, in your bloodline, going back to Adam, have fallen. And repent. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your sinful behavior. Seek God's will. What is God's will? Path of lightnings. Seek Jacob's ladder. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you? What else are you going to do with your life? If you don't seek Jacob's ladder, God's will, for the planet, literally it will be wasted under the sun in vanity. Vanity. Chasing the wind. Where? Solomon? Smartest person who ever lived? Under the sun, Ecclesiastes, it is written. So make sure you go after the things above the sun called Jacob's Ladder. And don't think it's just for Jewish people. Remember? 
12 tribes of Jacob is the promised land that correspond with, as one, the 12 apostles of the Lamb. The gate is both a tribe and an apostle. Mm -hmm. That's what the Bible says. Which means all the Jewish stuff is no longer exclusive to the Jewish race. That's why Messiah is the savior of all nations. It goes back in the genealogies to Adam, right, in Luke. Not just to Abraham, like in Matthew, the gospel to the Jews. Salvation is first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. What does Acts 28 says? I am done with with Jewish ministry. That's what the Apostle Paul said, chief apostle of the Lamb. Scripture? I'm done with ministry to the Jews. Now only I'm going to the Gentiles, and they will listen. Acts 28, it is written. Now the time of the Gentiles, 2,000 years later, is coming to a close, and we are going into the Messianic kingdom age of Israel. What kind of Israel? The Israel where there's no longer male or female or Greek or Hebrew, where you're all in angelic rank and order. That's what Joel's army where no one breaks rank, actually is. It's not human at all! It's fully divine. Aren't you glad? That's why strife ends. Because there's no more human nature after you receive these circumcisions. Now, a lot of you haven't received hardly any circumcisions. Barely one. Oh, I can't let it go of one foreskin. Yeah. Smell coot. Bringing something up from three years ago, two years ago, ten years ago. You have they rejected the first touch of a knife of a holy angel upon the foreskin of your hearts. Now it's time to embrace the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, and be continuously circumcised, foreskin and membrane. How old? Starting at eight days old, Benjamin. Come on. Judite. Come on, Benji. Gadite. All 12 tribes, all new covenant Christianity. Circumcision is not old. Still holding on to one foreskin, man. The circumcision of the heart is the New Testament. Come on, Buckwheat. And if you haven't received the circumcisions, (laughs) which most of you have not, that's why you're struggling. You're trying to do Christianity in the foreskin, which is in hell with demons. If you allow the foreskin of your heart, well, this is a mature adult teaching. No, eight days old, they're circumcised. This is supposed to be the the second week after you're born again, according to New Torah. The fact that you're still 5, 10, 15, 25 years later, some of you 50 years later, and still have not been circumcised of foreskin and membrane in your heart in the first rung of Malkut of Isaiah shows how much the devil has controlled and destroyed your lives, and you've allowed him to, and don't blame the devil. It's your fault. It's It's your fault. fault Now take it to the cross and get forgiven as you're cut to the heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's all your fault, ministries. Amen. The end. And that's no joke. If you don't take responsibility for your heart, listen, you can't be rewarded in heaven. You can't say before the Lamb of God, well, my apostle didn't teach me that. You should have read your Bible and and got away from that false apostle. Then why wouldn't the the Holy Spirit himself (laughs) would have taught you Kabbalah already by now if you had actually been listening to God? That's true. It's been out there the whole time. The Lord told me this. I, I did this practice where I started going into the secret place and talking to God. And I know the temptation... You would have been cabaled and chicaned. You would have been cabaled and chicaned by now. Uh, but I, I just it's astounding how c- quickly the nefesh, human nature, goes to sleep. You start to hear from God, and as soon as you get one little thing from God, 
the tendency is just to go put it online. Bam! Look, I heard from God. I had this experience. The foul I birds saw a miracle. Come in and put you to sleep. Every yeah, time. and then it's like then it's not even about you listening to God. It's about you telling other people what a great experience you had with God. Mm. And that's most of what Christianity has been, and it's an abomination. It's actually disgusting. It's it's a it's like a. They love the rewards of men instead yeah. of the rewards that come from Jesus in Revelation twenty two. It's like can you imagine that you're sitting there with Jesus and just like oh God talk to me talk to me just show show me something and then one little tiny drop and then boom okay thanks bye I'm out. Pray for and me pray for me after I steal your oil and I'll ne- you'll never hear from again once they oh. get what they want from God and they're gone right, and they're gone. Horror Babylon everyone. So it started to grieve me how how little I would actually listen to God. And I would be, you know, in that place. And as soon, I mean, it's just the human nature is just awful. And I started to become more and more aware of that. Sinful nature is death. So it's a death nature. Right. Sin leads to death. And how little effort the human being typically puts in towards spending time with God and listening to him or caring about his, what about his feelings? What about what he wants to talk about? What about what he has on his mind? Is it just about you? And anytime he corrects you, it's just like, oh God, oh please, just just take this from me. And oh, no, no. Well, how about you just, what about how he feels? He might have a genuine reason for why he's angry with you. And it's like, oh no, God's not angry with me. God's not angry with me. I have a charge against you. No, you're in false you love. Mean? Listen, yeah. this false love is so out of control that even the oh. prophets that were once sharp are practicing it in the charismatic church nowadays. Oh. That's called even the elite and elect can be deceived. Apostle Jude, it is written. True, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because God is love, and then we have human love instead of divine love, which is the burning sword of the Garden of Eden that drove mm-hmm. them out because they got into false love. And you think practicing false love is going to get you back into the Garden of Eden? Mm-mm. It will get you into Satan's hell. Yep. Yeah, that grace for repentance that you had last time when it got exposed and now you know the truth, if you go back into it after already hearing the truth about it, there's not really any repentance for you. I mean, you might make it out barely alive, but there's just no more excuses anymore because the truth has been made clear to you. So you have zero excuse, literally. So the hardening of heart makes it harder and harder to be circumcised because it's more ingrained into your spirit, soul, consciousness, feelings, and emotions. So when you harden your heart, in hearing the apostolic yeah. word of Shekinah glory from the throne of Yadivave, and you just have all these sins and excuses and pride and jealousy, envy, strife, and religiosity, mm-hmm. and all these things, you're choosing for the dark side of the force to become your armor. And you oh. get burned in the lava, and then they put a black suit on you, and you go around breathing real loud, loudly, and now you're not even a Sith Lord. You're a servant of a Sith Lord mm-hmm. because the Clippeth won't share anything with you. Right. Especially if you're not Jewish royalty like the Rothschilds. You can't get jack squat. Yep. The the things that they're giving to those, even the Masons in the Clippeth nowadays is like, well, I'll give you a tour with a band around the country so you're famous on Instagram for like a year. And that's all they get. And I've been mm-hmm. around Masons because one of my thing. My favorite things to do as a, an apostle is break Masonic vows. And every Masonic vow I've caused a Mason to break, they've been killed by demons within one year. Because you lay hands on a skull, make a covenant with death, and say, if I break my secret vows of the Masonic order of the Clippeth, of the crooked stairway, I will be eaten and killed by the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. 
Oh, you know, I and sure enough, they all die when they do break their vows. I want to break this one off the kids. There's these Loose. little nursery rhymes. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, kids are so evil and demon-possessed a lot of times. There's these little games that they would play, and I can't remember the words Truth now. Truth, But as you were saying that, I remember now some of the little nursery rhymes the kids would tell each other are basically like a kid's rhyme version of those Masonic vows. Yeah. I remember them now, it, but it had to do with the skull, mm. and it had to do with like your the needles in your eye, like basically like the curses Introduction that rights you. to the ten yeah. forms of Laban sorcery. So I just want to break that off of anyone. If you had that happen to you when you're a child and you don't remember it, or if you are a child and that did happen to you, just break those off of you. Bam. The Holy Kabbalah of Jesus Christ, His blood and His water. And let that be consumed. You're free to pursue righteousness. Amen. So even if you're like 9, 10, 11, 10, 12, 13 years old, 14 years old, yeah. even if you're a kid, you don't have to wait for your parents to go up sapphire stones. You don't need their permission. Nope. You you're, you're in Christ. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you know, you start praying for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you'll get it. Uh, start reading your word every day. You do not have to wait for any adults in your life to go up first. You can do it first. Because it's in the yeah. person of the heart. You yeah. do it inside your don't temple you already got right now. You. Yeah, you could be 10 years old and do this. You can ask for the filling of the Holy Spirit and get baptized. So make sure you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. So make you can add this to your notes too. You want to make sure you're baptized in the Holy Spirit and have the gift of praying in tongues before you try to go cosmic and go to, you know, to the moon before you try to go there spiritually. You want to make sure you have, I just sent angel flash. Mm. Make sure you have those foundations and start getting in the word and talking to God and practice writing down what he tells you so you can get an open communication channel flowing, right? And so then if you are, <laughs> if you're a parent and you're Amen. in Red Letter Ministries, please share the um, protocol that we've shared with you in Slack or any, um, any of those um, instructions we've given you as a warrior to establish a perimeter. If you have children, go ahead and share that uh, protocol with them so they can start doing that as well. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so angelic yeah. protocol needs to start from birth, as yes. it's written, before I formed you in the mother's womb, I knew you, which means had an intimate relationship with you as a spirit being. Jeremiah, it is written. So, your relationship with Yadi Vava, Angel of Shekinah, Mother Jerusalem, needs to really get enriched from glory to glory by learning how to serve and please the throne of the Father. Anybody know what the throne of the Father is called in the Bible? Zion. Okay, so Zion was a specific location inside Jerusalem. They're two totally different things. If you understand the ages, you had the walls of Jerusalem, and inside the walls, the center of Jerusalem, was the ark. The ark was right here in Zion. So, we have the types and shadows for wisdom purposes in the Old Testament. The New Testament perfect realities. Mm -hmm. The center of heavenly Jerusalem is the throne of God the Father. Comes all the way down. So the center of Malkut of Isaiah, white earth, is the Father's throne. As it's written, the throne of God is with Nefesh, men. So you say, what have I got to go up to? You know, God comes down, ascending and descending. You still have a body on Malkut of Isaiah. You're in, your body is in Isaiah, the world of action. Your angel, which is your spirit and your soul, go up. That's written in Philippians 3.11. That we ascend spiritually and morally out from among the dead, even while in the body. Philippians 3.11, it is written. 
so that your spirit and soul ascend. If you're a biblical Christian at all, that's what it says. If you're not ascending with your spirit and your soul, you haven't even begun ancient Christianity. Why? Every apostle in the New Testament has one hope. And anybody know what it is? It's in every single apostle's writing in the New Testament. The hope of the resurrection. What is the resurrection? You ascending. If that is not the centerpiece of your faith in Jesus Christ, be certain you've been trained by demons. And so you're going to have to repent of all that craziness that you have in you that has nothing to do with Jesus Christ and Him crucified to death in your heads at all. Why does Jesus Christ need to be preached to death in your heads? Because in your head, you have the bone throne of Satan in your forehead. As a human being that has not been circumcised in their forehead yet, the seal of the Lamb must be in the forehead. The seal of Mother Jerusalem must be in the forehead, in the hands, and in the heart, and in the spirit. Do you have these seals? The angel of the seals of Jerusalem and the Lamb and Zion are here. Which means as soon as you are eligible through circumcisions and obedience with your thought life, with your time, with your finances, with your minerals, with your life, with your words, with your actions and your deeds, as soon as you're eligible, you will be sealed. It won't even be delayed. It's not like, oh, God, to pray about it. Give me the seal. Give me the seal. The angels are watching. You are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. Mm -hmm. You are completely encompassed round about by Zion right now. The lack of sensitivity to the angels is a hardness of heart towards the Holy Spirit. Write that down. The reason why there's such an insensitivity towards the holy angels sent to help you inherit salvation is because you've hardened your hearts against Mm -hmm. the spirit of glory. Imagine how much better you would treat your family if all of your angels at one time physically materialized and you could see them and hear them perfectly clearly, just as clear as you hear me right now. Just stab you right in the belly. (laughs) Right. Some people would probably still... Rick Joyner got stabbed in the belly by the angel. And I'm saying, you got the Father's orders, it must go into your spirit. And he received it into his spiritual stomach. And you must also die on your sword daily. It's not a death like Satan's clippeth and the angel of sorcery. It's the death with Jesus, so you have his resurrection life oozing through your soul. Come now, on. Now don't interpret that carnally with your ego-filled ruah soul. And go around and continue continue to stab people because most of you, at the sound oh, yeah. of my voice, tend to just stab each other and self. And you think you're doing God a favor. The angel did it. With orders barely, from Zion, different I, right, than you. you know, my armor is getting a lot better, but I can still <laughs> barely go one day without getting stabbed by believers. Uh, Red Lantern. I got mysteries. stabbed today. People getting stabbed, stabbing each other. That's not how the angel did it. I got stabbed today, ministries. I got stabbed today, ministries. <laughs> I felt that thing go right in my back. Oh, Christians yeah, cursing yeah, me and they're selfish prayers out of the human nature of sorcery so, again. It doesn't happen as often anymore. I, I feel command like them to eat their own words. 
Bam! It doesn't happen as much anymore with my Chaya. It's a little bit stronger. You can hear it feel I'm po trying to poke on the outside of the crystal gemstone. You're like, kink, kink. I can't ha -ha, wait for Sorry, my... suckers. You ain't gonna get me in here. My Nishama <laughs> armor is awesome. I nice can't try. wait for gemstone Chaya armor. But yeah, but the problem is, is the more advanced. So like, usually my wounds now come from people who are actually learning righteousness. And so it's just like. Your children are always your attackers. It. Yeah, literally. So just, you know, that's part of growing up. It. It's called reality right so but here's the thing we actually have the lord told me we have oh wow there it is we act the lord told me we actually have that was really loud have the opportunity to change that whole culture it doesn't have to be that way that that's church age behavior if we carry that over that's a shame to Messiah us and not says a your enemies will be the members of your own household right red letters right but that's church age mm. realities is your children are the ones attacking you the ones who are supposed to be helping you daily attacking you uh, it's actually that's if we carry that over into kingdom age that's a shame and we won't have any rewards for that it can't be carried yeah. into heavenly so, jerusalem it just gets right. slaughtered so right <laughs> but here's the thing so i know you're where's heavenly jerusalem uh let's look at mm. uh the sapphire stones if we can here yeah. amen uh so there's shekinah want any of uh, something with sapphire stones this is a good one so yeah, yeah this is good uh so the world of berea that's Shekinah above. Shekinah above is in Supernal Bina. Shekinah below is in Shekinah below, which is final hay of Yod Hey Vav Hey. Okay. So what does that mean? You can't carry that upward, but if at any moment you step outside of the boundaries of sapphire stones, even learning righteousness, that kind of behavior tends to happen. So we've got to really change that culture. It's up to us. We are here. We have the freedom to decide to never stab one another, to never stab you know our leaders teaching us righteousness. And, and th never this is how stab Calus one another ministries. So and it's just it's so shocking. People can have great revelation and visions, but then they still go for stabbing. And I'll literally like literally be bleeding. Why in are my, you so stabby? So, so I'm looking at my spirit. That's why you so crabby. And then, you know, people will stab me. And then I look, because I'm actually sensitive. I can feel my spirit. I know when I'm bleeding. Because, you know, when you cut yourself, you know when you're bleeding. Do you know how you're bleeding? Ouch. And then there's blood. I'm very, I understand. Like, I, I'm very sensitive to my invisible body. It's a physical body. It's not, an, it's not a non-physical body. So then I'm looking like... Uh, yeah, you just stabbed me. I'm bleeding now. And then you go to get patched up, and the this is how we're good at that. Mm. And this is how this is how dumb the carnal mind is. You'll go to get patched up from the same person stabbing you, and it's like you know what? I'm gonna go need to just soak a little bit. I can't really mentor you right now. I can't really teach right now. Uh, and then I'm gonna go. I gotta do soaking right. I gotta get patched up. And the same people who stab you are usually the ones that'll be like, yeah, you need it. And I was like, well, yeah, because you stabbed me. <laughs> like, but you can't even say that because it would only cause them to sin more. It's like, could you just get, just put, put just, and then it's a, shield it's only like for a you cycle of bitterness of wormwood, the starlet fell from heaven <laughs> ministers. That's why whenever you get stabbed by anyone, which it's going to happen to you probably if you're going up sapphire stones. Oh my gosh! But when the first of all, the so, person around you go crazy. This is some so if for especially for you who are going cosmic. Step number one is uh you know get into a place where you can soak in Bible. Blessed are the peacemakers. Of first, that stop level. the bleeding. 
First stop the bleeding. Be a little stabby towards them. <laughs> That's how about medical? I got some confirmations that it's important to be a medic, a, a, a cosmic medic. So step number one, if your invisible body has been stabbed, now some of you, if your conscious is seared, you probably don't even feel your invisible body. You fornicate with it. You mm. use it to hurt others and you get hurt and you don't feel it. Union That's, with the clippus. That's Producing and gendering okay. demons while you're intimate with the Satans, which mm -hmm. is normal in a cursed Christianity. The Lord showed me some people don't want to come out of that stuff because once they do, it's really painful. When you come out of the delusion, it hurts. It can hurt because you've been so messed up. And it's kind of like that. It's like an ice pack almost. It just kind of numbs the feeling. So when you get drawn out of those nasty waters, it, it, it might hurt. And so you just have to understand, you just need medical attention to your spirit. They literally engender <laughs> demons with their charismatic witchcraft right. constantly. And so, they call the birthing of their evil spirits like breakthrough. Right. It's crazy. So you've grown your spirit. You keep growing your spirit. You transfer your spirit in the, in the sun. Yeah. When somebody stabs you, like it's going to be a believer or a Christian. It could be even would be one of your battle buddies. Hopefully not... We're changing that. We're, yeah. le we're learning a better way. So, but here's the thing: it's not okay. It's fine and zen. To stab, it's not okay to stab someone, and now their spirit is their inner man is bleeding. Mm. And why don't people feel instant remorse? Like most normal people, if you accidentally hurt someone, you bumped into them, and then it cut them, and they were bleeding, you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry!" Right? That's because you value nefesh. But then you'll the same person who be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I drew your physical blood." Well like go at you and make your spirit man bleed out, which is more damaging because that can also damage your soul and eventually can damage your body too. Uh, if it, if they're, the time is immersing. because their consciousness yeah. is not inside the right. divine part of them. But that's, that's the majority of people learning righteousness now. Yeah. So this has to change, right? So, but you, the reason why when you stab someone and then you're bleeding, they're bleeding out is you don't know it because you're so blind. Why can't you be sensitive to that. Why Why is it one of those things that it's okay? It's just okay. It well, takes Torah to be sensitive to the angel right. of Shekinah. But it doesn't... We don't have that sensitivity established. It has to be yeah. established with the sons of God Amen. first. We have to understand angelic protocol. There is a room I went to in the spirit realm, which is where you learn these mysteries. And there's a, there's a writing on the wall that it's non-violence is enforced. Mm. And it's such a secluded place, but that's the only place you can get true revelation about these realms. And when I saw that and I was writing about it in my journal and about the part where it's angelically enforced, an angel flash physically appeared on my screen and flashed right on that on those words. Yeah. So peace within if her you walls, are, it is written. You and here's the thing, I'm I'm starting to differentiate what's different between just going up sapphire stones and what are those other things that you have to walk more perfectly in to not go in and out, go in and out? It's the protocol it of Zion. Be, it's the nonviolence toward one another, spirit to spirit. There's some weird toxic Christian culture that's in the glory stream. Mm -hmm. It's most definitely in like the drunken, got inside minded glory stream. It's in regular glory stream. It's in charismatic Christianity. It's in Pentecostalism. It's all over the place where you're violent toward each other. And when I was in those realms, in the spirit, in that vision, I saw that's pretty much what Christianity was. Mm. No one was even in the fight. They think they're fighting. They're only fighting each other. They're not getting anything done. You might win some little battles here and there, but they were in the entirely wrong realm completely. That's true. 
And the only people who are even allowed in there, and it's angelically enforced, and you have to have a key to get in. It literally, the first thing on the wall when you go in there is that nonviolence and uh, mandate, and it's enforced by the angels. So it's gonna have to come forth. That old kind of, be, well, it's just how it is, and everyone's gonna be the enemy. No, like that has to change. We can change that, and God's made it very clear that we can be the group that changes that kind of behavior. So you have to understand when you have a sword of the spirit, what's the sword that came out of God's mouth? It was flashing light, the sword that came out of his mouth. So when you're speaking and you have an anointing and you have a sword, be careful how you speak to one another. That's why husbands and wives should never raise their voices to one another. You can deal with it calmly. You can deal with it in peace in the Holy yeah. Ghost. That's why parents should never I think be. That's a good time. Yeah, going. Yeah, this going off on their children and Master just Yoda yelling. To young Skywalker, how? So Luke asks the Jedi Master, "How will I know the dark side?" You will know when you are calm and at peace. If he's in the good side of the Force. Right? Yep, that's when the only time you can discern the dark side. Empresses. Towards the the holy Shekinah light, is if you're calm and at peace. Yep. Amen. Amen. That's a really good one. So you have to understand, it's not just nefesh. When people are just walking around with a nefesh soul, unbelievers, and they're mocking you, it's not that big of a deal. You'll be fine. But you've been entrusted with a ruah, which means you've been given a sword of the spirit. So there's a much higher expectation on you from the Father to be wise and not do damage to his children. Can you imagine? Yeah, that like, anointed witchcraft is the worst thing in the world. And so our people have to repent of that. So if I know that like, this is something that everyone uh, has to repent of. This is something Amen. so close. But what's the benefit? As we repent from those things, more power can be released. You want the power. You want the miracles. It's you versus everybody else. <laughs> I'm sure. You have to stop doing the Christian Rogers hug at camera flash. Because that's how it is. Get, get the angels when drunk. Yeah. So that's kind of how it is. When you're in the witchcraft yourself, it's kind of, you feel like it's me versus everyone else. And, you know, <laughs> you just be mindful of your words and prayer. How are you praying about people? You might need to just go back to the Bible and pray the Bible verses. That's actually really powerful. It'll change your habits and your words versus whatever it is that you're praying. And you might be cursing. Even Balaam's blessings were curses, mm -hmm. right? So just be mindful of what you're actually serving. Who are you actually serving? When you think you're correcting someone or you think it's okay to just, you know, raise your voice to your family or just, to, you know, you're going off on people or you're oh. praying from your prayer closet and you're just, God, they, I can't believe and they have to, da, 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 you know, and because I, I know it. And it's just like, oh, man. And it's your angels have to watch that every day. And it's just not okay. And you're just there and they go bleeding out again. What is this not going to be okay? When you have the ability to it see. It is time for peace, isn't it's it? It's time for peace among God's yep. children. Amen. Otherwise, There's you'll never have the power. Jerusalem's walls. Yeah. It's a seal in the forehead, the heart, yep. and the hands. Yep. So it's literally, I know people want to make it all mystic, and it is mystic realms. It's the most mystic realms it's of the all realms time. realms of faith. But it literally is so basic. Just 
treat each other with respect and with kindness and love. And love one another. Do as the right I have thing. Loved you. It is do the, like it's. Well, he was the, and I was afraid that if he would do this and, the, and you're making it so complicated, literally. Just take the trash out and, and don't complain about it. You like just literally, stand outside and get some just sunshine make your bed in the morning. And some fresh air. Just take a nap. Just <laughs> calm down for a minute. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and just breathe in a little bit. And like, I'm not gonna go, go rent into a scooter. That. Rent a scooter. Yeah, you know, just do It'll the heal right your soul. thing. Just show up to work on time. Just get up a little bit earlier. Go to bed a little bit early if you need to. I mean, Amen. We, Christian toxic culture of being under Jezebel's tower has just ruined so many things. Just let's at least start with not stabbing one another. And then maybe we can move on to advanced training in righteousness. Yeah, the training is supposed to be inside the gates of Jerusalem, angel of Shekinah. But when we start to use the tools against each other in competition, envy, and strife, we put ourselves outside the gates of heavenly Jerusalem. So to be repentance and change of words and actions, angelic protocol of the Holy Spirit of angel armies, to get back inside Mother Jerusalem's walls, which is a standard of protocol of words, thoughts, feelings, emotions, and actions. Truth, Zinnia. Yeah, it's actually possible for you to work out your differences with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers without going into rage or anger or rashness or you know that fight or flight response of that amygdala we talked about that six second release of a hormone well you know your dna is still kind of messed up so just take a minute breathe ask the holy spirit for help jesus already promised i think it's first corinthians 10 13 where he promised to always show us a way out from every temptation Mm, so literally every temptation that you're ever going to have from now through the rest of however long temptation exists, he's going. You have a way out. You have a guaranteed hundred percent way out. Man's cannot bring about the righteous life that God desires. That right. is written. Amen. That's why it's time for woman's the people of God. Too. Yep. Yeah. Woman's anger. That woman's anger is the por- can woman, become the portal of Gevra hell. It says woman. So bind that. It only says man it. because man <laughs> has woman in it right. unless you're angel, and right. then there's no distinguishing. That's another reason in the New Testament why um, why they say, you know, husbands be gentle with your wives because if you really poke and prod the female nefesh so much, even with like a broken ruah, it, it can easily open up that Gevra portal of hell very quickly and bring a lot of destruction upon you yeah. and your family. So just be wise. We, Keep we, those ten yeah. realms of Keep sorcery it. closed. And yeah, don't open them with your keys. Your mouth is has the keys yeah. in it. So if your tongue is opening the wrong realms and yeah. portals around your soul, you're bringing hell into your own earth. Right. You're and bringing it upon yourself, yeah. it is written. So it's time. Your for, words will be your judges. Right. So it's time for the sons of God to be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. That's that what balance, he would tell me, gentle oh, yeah. as a dove. Yeah, That's um, the word of God right it's now. It's perfect balance between said, Not so much far on the right said, so that you're too nice, you're a pushover, and you're a nice, nice Christian. And not so much Gevra, that you're just becoming a portal of hell, you know. Of it is a balance anger. in the force. Yeah. Emotionalism yeah. leads to the dark side. Yes. Fear and what do you say? Anger. It is written. I mean, the Star Wars movies have been really lit. Oh, yeah. oh, also, if you need to just take a moment to calm down, I highly recommend BB Luxury Perfumes. Yeah. This oh, birthday cake... I got a refill today. I'm so excited on my uh, roller. 
We saw these on sale. Are, are these on the store? Ten percent off using the coupon code August ten. Oh, I got the August ten percent off. Okay. I am obsessed with the the purse size roller. roller. This thing because. I, well, I really wanted to smell birthday amazing. cake, but what, usually when I spray my bottle up here, he's going to choke half to death on the oh, cloud. This is so much better. This, I can do it without just it, making him die or getting it, out of The fan blows it right, right? In, to me like an exhaust pipe. <laughs> so the I carbon went, monoxide <laughs> starts to choke me out and steal all the oxygen of life in my cells. But I mean, smelling birthday cake, that's not a terrible way to I die. I need a chaya just to protect <laughs> just myself. Just to protect myself. From Rebecca spraying so much fragrance all the time. I'm like, well, you know, I just don't spray it into my face like just a powder bomb. Yeah. I like to spray it in my arms, arms and in my neck, respectively. Respectively. Some people they spray. They're like they're like wild wildlings north of the wall spraying perfume. You probably some of you guys have probably when sprayed it in, in your eyes. In your eyes. You probably sprayed <laughs> it in your mouth. Don't spray it in your mouth. You probably sprayed it all over the place. But this is you so. You need to spray more beautiful. responsibly. The smell, it's really potent. I think this Spray is Spray responsibly. This formulation. I'm going to put that on our uh, BB Luxury perfumes. The ultimate for me is when I have the roller for the birthday cake, and I would do the roller, and then on top of that layer, the Restraint, spray. self-control. Restraint. Listen, yeah. this guy, guys, these are the more mature things of Angelic Protocol. I'm not even lying to you because he's trained me to deal with stuff at a microscopic level that I used to never think was even a big deal, but the higher you go up in the angelic order, it's a huge deal. Restraint, self-control in everything. And it's like, well, we'd read that Apostle Paul says, exercise restraint and self-control and everything. And you know how it is out there. People be like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to kind of skim over that one. Mm-hmm. We're just oh, yeah. wild, drunken freedom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make like up your animals. mind. So I want to say this for you champions who are rising or you're preparing yourself for launch. Make up your mind today that no matter how much others might stab you or try to, never stab back at a believer. Goad the donkeys. There's a part of the human spirit, that precious part of them, right? There's circumcision, but what you're going to have to make a covenant, covenant with God. To not a covenant of wholesomeness and kindness. Stabbing, yeah. Bob Ross. Covenant. I have made a covenant with my God to not stab his children. Doesn't that sound like a basic? What would Mister Rogers do? Like, can I go over to Marilyn's house? Yeah, sure. If you don't stab my children right now, (laughs) would Bob Ross be angry right now? Can't make any promises. (laughs) Frustrated. You think Bob Ross going to be sitting there accusing you as you enter heaven? No, no. Some of you, maybe. No, I'm just <laughs> What have you done? Mr. Rogers will be your judges. <laughs> I listened to Mr. Rogers' album the other day. It was so wholesome. It was so good. The, the man was a genius. The glory is so strong on the purity of wholesomeness right now. Okay, literally, okay. I listened to the out al- the... They have a, there's a hi-fi, I think. I think there's a hi-fi. There's an al- a Mr. Rogers album. I got to it. It was that. so good. And some of that stuff was so relatable to me, even as an adult. I'm like, man, this is so good. I, I relate to that. You know, he's talking about what do you do when you feel mad? Like, how what ways that you can cope? And the man was a genius. I found out he had his master's mm-hmm. in child development. He wasn't just a really ni- nice guy who was just, he just magically. He's also special forces like in that. Vietnam. Yeah. So he was amazing. He was wise and gentle in his, you know, in his nefesh way, the calling that he 
was able to lock in or Korea, with what he had. Something. He was a veteran. Yeah, so, man. The legend of Mr. Rogers. But it, it's so intelligent. Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. You know, it's nice, it's wholesome, but I appreciate it's It's so... Uh, like it's so much divine intelligence and in mm. what he says and how he presents Lots of it. wisdom. So much wisdom. And that's another thing is when I found out he had a master's in child development. Now, who, how many of you know you can have a degree and not a lot going on up here? Book smarts with no street smarts. You need both. Need both. So study to show yourself approved, right, for righteousness, training for righteousness. But show yourself approved through your study for your career, you know, for your, like, oh, I don't have a He car. appeared oh, before Congress and needed yeah. to raise $2 billion yeah. for his, P $2 million for his PBS show. Ooh. And the professionalism Man. of his presentation before Congress is on YouTube. That's some amazing. of you need some of that impartation mm -hmm. of Mr. Rogers' business, professional wholesomeness mm -hmm. for your, your inner child. It's for your so spirit. healing. And also the maturity to stand up against the most wicked people in the universe called Congress. And he presented it in such a way that was so freaking mm. heart melting. Mm. Everyone gave him a standing ovation afterwards. Mm. Literally applauded as a hero. He convicted everyone's hearts totally. when he spoke. <laughs> yeah. It's powerful, man. So, yeah, Mr. Rogers. And I definitely did feel a lot of inner child healing on the album. So if you check out the Mr. Rogers albums on your music the wholesomeness services. stuff is so important because so the enemy's main strategy in this generation has been mm -hmm. immorality yeah. to sear your consciousness from se through sexual morality through images through voices mm -hmm. through hearing and to so dumb you down and dull you down either through extreme religion or through extreme rebellion like the two prodigal sons of Luke 15, so that the father is still unknown to you even though he's in that house right there okay the story of the prodigals. He's in the house. He comes out and talks to his sons. Neither of them, because of their sin of rebellion and religion, knew anything about him, but they had grown up right next to him their whole lives. That's the story of the prodigal sons in Luke 15. The issue is getting all that filthy callousness of pride and lust and rebellion and religion. Don't go back and forth from religion to rebellion like the hypocrites. How many flakes have you seen in the last 10 years that just go from being on fire for God, next thing they're going to festivals mm. all summer long, drinking alcohol and whoring around with boys and girls? And it's like, do you, are you ever going to be consistent with Jesus Christ, with your walk? Are you going to destroy mm. your eternal spirit and soul because of a momentary pleasure of sin for a girl, for a boy? For the pleasures of sin are for a season, but then they're terminated in death, mm. it is written. So we pray that common grace be removed from all sinners. Amen. That they be cut to the heart by the Holy Ghost, sent forth to convict of sin, righteousness, and coming judgment, so they could come into the gates of Mother Jerusalem, the mm -hmm. angel of Shekinah glory, and be sealed yeah. in their heads, their hearts, and their hands to mm -hmm. serve the Father's throne from birth. From birth, that you would never go outside the walls of the Shekinah glory. You, There's nothing out there except death. This is growing up in Enoch. This is the Academy of Enoch. Enoch had his mountain. Read it. Read Enoch. Read uh, First Adam and Second Adam and Eve. These are ancient books that talk about Enoch's mountain. Mm -hmm. If you came off Enoch's mountain, you went down to Cain's valley. Right. 
Okay? It's not that they're even scripture. It's not what it's about. It's, they're totally revelatory. Mm-hmm. And the separation of the chasm of, of living in the kingdom separated from sinners. Now, Enoch's the greatest Christian who's ever lived. Undoubtedly. Enoch is the greatest, most righteous Gentile man. He was never circumcised of flesh, but he was circumcised of heart and mind and bones, all ten worlds, as he remembered the fall, as Jesus Christ commanded and charged you to remember the height you have fallen. And he remembered all the way back up ten weeks into weeks without end, and God took him and he never died. It is written. Okay? There's, that is our academy. That's the school you're in, even if you can't understand the higher concepts of maturity and righteousness. You are in the academy of youth, and your teachers are all in the academy of Enoch. Is that not the truth, anyhow? Well, there are more revelations will come out with at some point, I believe, on the <laughs> Heavenly Academy. Stay in school. Stay Don't in school. drop out. Don't be discouraged. Keep learning as much as you can from those on Sapphire Stones every day, and you will go from glory to glory if you're willing to give up the world. If you love the world, you ain't going to serve them more than two months. Satan mm-hmm. will come and tempt you with something stupid and kill you right away, and you go into bondage in Babylon, as it's Ooh, written. man. They hung their harps on willow trees as they were escorted by their captors into Babylon. What does it mean to hang your heart on a willow tree? To no longer live for the eternal and the divine, but the temporal and the foolish. May it never be you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Feels really good. I'm seeing the, the women's group. How you're encouraging one another this season is so important. How you're helping one another, forgiving one another and that is really a wonderful foundation i believe that this group as you're rising and you're helping one another and you're attacking strife you're attacking jealousy you're lifting each other up you're helping each other to rise sharing the resources encouraging forgiving sin and doing that i believe is that very first kind of fruits taste of ending that competition jealousy envy and strife not to say that it doesn't exist but i see you attacking that ferociously it is possible Uh, what was it that um we posted online the other day eight days before the wright brothers flew the first airplane physically the new york times had just published in the new york times newspaper that it would be at least one to ten like million years or something like that <laughs> before mankind ever flew. <laughs> and they did it in eight, eight days. Eight days later. And what eight days of circumcision. So wow. when all the rest of Christianity, it looks like one to ten million years before anyone stops stabbing each other, I believe you're going to do it in like, eight, eight days. days. I, so let's go ahead and press it's into as that. As soon as you receive circumcisions. Yeah. Yep. So don't resist, because if you, if you resist circumcision, you'll end up just redirecting and stabbing others. So it's when we receive circumcision, we're not going to be stabbing others. And we've talked about what were those horrible taxidermy pictures of like... If you are uncircumcised in heart and mind, those uncircumcised foreskins and membranes, it's hell 
the consider the heights you have fallen jesus christ i charge you to consider that that's what attacks others it's your yeah. uncircumcised hearts and minds that are always critical judgmental mm-hmm. gossiping slandering it's all hell that has yet to be cut mm-hmm. out of your hearts and minds through circumcision yeah i mean let's just do it no one can stop us if we just decide to obey god he has given us all the resources to do it that's it. Don't believe any other report. Don't believe... And angels do the work. Yeah. You know the Bible says the angels do the circumcisions. You have angels, and if you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you'll be automatically sensitive to your mm-hmm. guardian and circumcising angels helping you inherit mm-hmm. salvation. And I believe we're going to start seeing some of the men starting to rise. So let's also be praying for I hope men. so. Let's be praying for the men to start rising. Amen. Uh, that way, because with when with two or three witnesses, everything is established. And I believe as we get another uh, male on the sapphire stones correctly, that that's going to be a witness of two men in a generation. And what that does is it offers pr- and provides more protection for your generation. Amen. Okay, so that's really good. Yeah. Good, good. We have lots of people encouraging each other. You definitely got all the resources. Now it's time to allow it to mm-hmm. cut your hearts. Uh, clear and clean. And a lot of times, it just comes back and down to... And a lot of to, it's greed, jealousy, yeah. strife, just all the Academy of Youth stuff. Yeah. And I encourage you to just let it all be cut out of you. So you have to be courageous in allowing mm-hmm. the male nature to be cut out of your spirit and your heart and your mind. Mm-hmm. And what do you get when you allow it to be cut out? Mm-hmm. Christ's nature, the Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. And it's a trillion times better yeah. anyhow. And and don't think it's the end of the world <laughs> if someone did stab you. Honestly, your spirit heals much faster than your physical body does. And there's time the time is a grace. The time delay that takes from when someone injures your spirit to when it hits your soul layers to where it goes through all the layers of your soul to the time where it touches your body and causes harm in the body, whether it's through an external effect or through, you know, internal like diseases and things like that. You can actually uh, when you immediately address the problem and don't let it fester, right? When you let bitterness go in, the wounds start to fester. And so you need the Holy Ghost antibiotics of, you know, healing. And so that's just kind of, you know, attack the bitterness in yourself. Yeah. Never stab them back. Just viciously go into that future past 10 weeks where they're already made perfect and you just let it go. It's and a circumcision forgive. of light. Yeah. And, that, and mm-hmm. I want to expose this because this is really important revelation. So, Wormwood is a star that fell from heaven. Mm-hmm. Stars emit light. Yeah. False light. That star, one-third of the angels fell there, one-third fallen stars, the dragon's tails swept them. It is written. So, your circumcisions are the removal of false light, even what you think is God and good, in your spirit, in your soul, in your mind, constantly not Mm -hmm. once literally as fast as you can receive that which you think is good and godly from your spirit and soul that's how fast you can actually rise in reality that is one of the biggest keys in the new Mm -hmm. covenant scriptures is allowing that which you think is good being cut out of you that it's not actually god wormwood the star that fell from heaven which means light is what Mm -hmm. is being cut out of you Right? Because stars produce light. What kind of light do you think wormwood produces? Clippeth. Yep. False light. Clippeth. False light. Beware mm-hmm. that the light in you is not darkness. Anybody know who said that in the Bible? The Lord Jesus. That's red letters. Beware that the light in you is not the star wormwood that fell from heaven. 
The storm wormwood is the whole clippeth of all the principalities striking you from Mars and Saturn into your hands and foreheads and private parts and sexual morality, the evil impulse of the flesh continuously. Therefore, you must be circumcised of your human nature to stand in the day of Yadevave. Amen. Amen. And also, keep in mind, for those of you who are trying to rise, which hopefully should be all of you, but this is one of the more subtle attacks. You know, some of you, you guard yourself against immorality, and then you wonder why, like, oh no, how did I accidentally fornicate with this thing? Most of it... Venus it, struck you. Right. A lot of times, pride comes before the fornication. So it's actually when you were, you thought you were encouraging the brethren, when you thought you were sharing your wisdom, you were actually speaking out of pride. And what that does is you fornicate with the appearance of good. And so even though it might be visible you know, to someone a higher rung, you might not be visible to it because pride is blinding. So that's why you have to understand, okay, where are my blind areas? How can I be humble? Because when you go to that pride and then it opened up the door for that fornication. So that's oftentimes, and how I know, I know this from experience and from personal repentance. That's it. The pride always comes before the fornication. So, Union with the angel of Shekinah, with the Lamb of God, will prevent any strike of principality, power, throne, and dominion in heavenly places from working against your spirit, soul, mind, and flesh. It is through union alone with the Lamb of God that you are saved from the sorceries of the fallen angels, and they strike you from all the rungs of planets and constellations. Mm -hmm. Any weak area you have, they'll strike you. If you struggle with lust, you're getting struck by Venus constantly. They're fallen, so they strike you from a fallen representation of the original design. That's why Enoch says mm -hmm. you must heal the luminaries. Yeah. What is an unhealed luminary? A place where a, a fallen angel is striking you in your ovaries, in your testicles, in your shoulders, your head, your, your arms. So all of those planets and constellations are emitting fallen mm -hmm. angel light against the human beings constantly, unless, of course, you're crucified with Christ and saved from Satan mm -hmm. as it's written. Truth, Anya. Amen. And honestly, when you start covenanting to hold what's precious, precious, like, you know, when you value God's, yeah, when you value God's children, like even when there, even when there's correction and, and rebuke, or if you're going to correct someone, there's the fear and trembling of the Lord to not do damage to his garden, right? His precious thing that he's been growing. That part that's precious, that part that should remain untouched, unscathed. It, there's like the fear and trembling that comes into you as you begin to fear God and grow in wisdom by fearing God. And part of that is protecting the precious part of a person. So they could be manifesting all kinds of stuff. <laughs> but you still have to hold precious that part that God's working on. Yeah. Great and shepherds. covenanting not to harm that part. Now they might manifest as you remove the other part, uh, but it's about being a skilled surgeon. Just so don't leave the sheepfold. Yep. As long Stand. as you're in the sheepfold, which is mm -hmm. eating the apostolic yeah. bread of heaven, therefore the great shepherds can cover you and yeah. you can continue to grow, to grow even while you're a total mess. Right, yeah. And that's going to be the safest um, way Amen. for you to grow. And that's what we want. Well, at least you're sheep. Yeah. Sheep are a mess. Right. Yeah. But just don't ever be a goat. A goat can't mm -hmm. be corrected or changed. Right. It's the stubborn nature of pride. A sheep mm -hmm. is equally as messed up. If you study goats and sheep, you mm -hmm. know that. The issue is the shepherd can easily change the mm -hmm. sheep. He can correct. He can correct the, the sheep. The evidence that there's no 
uh, that that's not a sheep. Goats on my no left in eternal hell, sheep on my right in eternal heaven. Yeah. It is written. So the actual discernment of the difference between a sheep and a goat is a sheep can receive correction. It might be stubborn for a while, yeah. but it will receive the correction. Even if you have to kind of break its legs and carry it over here and like yeah, don't be in. that kind of don't sheep, be that though. kind of sheep. That's the worst. The Lord don't was be showing extreme. me just be righteous the, and holy. The worst extreme case sheep, he can at least break their legs and carry them back. That's what shepherds actually do. Uh, that's the worst case scenario. Leave the ninety nine. Right. Yeah. Uh, gotta go get him again. One out know. of a hundred's like that. Thank God, only one. Only right? one. Yeah. Somehow so, we get all those ones. But the, <laughs> we know some of you guys are great. Sheep. No, no, just, some of you guys are. Oh, awesome. I get a lot of them. Though, that's true. We get a lot of good sheep around here. Holy. But you're still buckwheat, right? We have we we're, we're still buckwheat the, army, right? You know, the, we want you to see you go up the sapphire stones, and a lot of the the glory and the <laughs> and the things that you want, or you want recognition and validation. A lot of that you're looking for. It's just going to be go up sapphire stones, and it'll be there. And that's just part of the journey that you have to take. Um, but the difference between goat and sheep, because sometimes the goats come around and they pretend to be a part of God's army. They tr pretend to be Christians. There's actually no possible way to correct them. They cannot receive any correction. That's evidence they that it's a goat. They never obey anything so from don't, God. So don't fall for the false niceness, the false love, when they come around and it's time to just obliterate the goat out of the area so it doesn't harm the sheep. So, All these new yeah. people just nice to the goats, man. You ain't going to make it. False Ooh, man. Yeah. You need to stay sheep in the good stay shepherd's sheep. pastured and yeah. lay down and drink some fresh still water. Yeah. Get if, with it. If they are unable to receive any correction, they don't even belong inside the sheep pen. That's right. They're goats. They're, they're goats. They don't. As much as you might want to be nice to them or keep them around, goats cannot be inside go. the sheepfold. Yeah, it's protocol. Yeah, and and God has given us angelic protocol for a reason, and much of that purpose is to protect you. Okay. Can goats become sheep? They can. Absolutely. Look at Saul. If they repent from Satan. <laughs> That's right. But if there's no actual repentance, which means there's no actual change, there's no acceptance. No matter well, how. Well, and then nice you got a new name. It's not Saul anymore. Yes. It's Paul. And again, the evidence is they're they're letting go of mineral level bondage and they're also able to receive correction. Okay. Yeah, teachable clay in the potter's hands. We want that clay to turn into iron. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so some of you, it's good. You're going to be here for a long time. You're going to be long-term warriors. So when you have these tools to be able to recognize, you're less likely to get sucked into Clippeth activity when you don't know what's going on. Okay. There's such a feast inside the sheepfold. Yeah. You really have to not like him to leave the sheepfold. Yeah. You don't like heaven. You don't like the angelic protocol. Mm -hmm. You don't like the messianic kingdom. You like rebellion. So just go where you want to, as is written. Let the wicked continue mm -hmm. to be wicked. Let the righteous continue to be righteous. God's not sweating it. Mm -hmm. He's used to people rebelling against him. It's, it's not like it hurts his feelings. He's, he's not a sensitive demon like false Christianity says, where you just cuddle with him like a cuddle bear. Mm -hmm. He's a being of light with lightnings emitting from him. Is there any fear of Yadavave in your eyes at all? God thunders from Zion's glory, it is written. He makes his chariot and power in the skies of the Arabath. Do you think goat feelings influence the Father? The Father is standing there. He is love 
despite human actions towards him. His nature is unchanging, the ancient of days. Nothing you will ever say or do will change who Yarevave Abba Father is. You need to understand that. Earning merit in the kingdom, which is the lion nature of Jesus Christ, and maturing angelic rank in the, the Acts of the Apostles and storing up rewards in heaven, that's all because you're beginning to do the works of your Father that your Father in heaven does. Ephesians 5.1 Like well-beloved children, imitate your Father. I only speak what my Father is speaking, Jesus Christ. I only do what my Father is doing, the Lord Jesus said. Which means the protocol is simply dad. Dad is a lot different than the dad of modern Christianity. That's why you need Moses and the Lamb. You need them both. Because when you get Moses, all your fake Christian dad stuff gets burnt up as Satan. And we need a lot of that. Mm -hmm. We need to just completely have a bushfire and a witchcraft book burning of all the false father garbage of sorcery intermingled inside American Christianity right now and just obliterated into the lake of fire. The lake of burning foreskins of everything that can be circumcised once it's circumcised. That's what the lake of fire is. It's the overflow of the sanctified saints. Truth anyhow, the lake of fire is when you're sanctified, the stuff that comes out of you goes down the Dead Sea. That's what the Dead Sea represents in wisdom. The Jordan brought all of the filth of Israel and washed it down into a Dead Sea. And that's what, how it's supposed to be. That's why when things come out of you, we have them a bound up death. and thrown into the abyss, into the lake of fire forever because that's what sets us apart from Christian sorcerers. Now, Christian sorcerers, when they finally get free of something, they let it go into the people around them. Mm. And they just, and that's, but a lot of times it's out of ignorance. Sometimes people just don't care. Uh, but that's something that we've implemented from walking in righteousness is judging and binding those things and getting them thrown in like a fire. Because otherwise, what happens when they're not bound, you don't have that wisdom. It's just it'll go one person or the next person or the next person. Or, you know, someone else will get free of it, and then it goes into whoever else is on a lower level than them. That's just Don't let it go into the weather, either. Like, Legion. Might be sleeping in a boat, and the storm will try to kill you the next day. It's better like that. Yeah, yeah, like that one, yeah. Animal reference. Yeah. Like, talk about the animals. (laughs) We have some really cute animals in the backyard. I don't know, uh, Spider, if you've been uh, watching and... Lettuce for the wild rabbits back there. Got a really cute squirrel today on our path, just... I think it was the same one. It was a back there I eating something. I had lunch something. with 12 doves. Yeah. 12 dove lunch, luncheon. And I saw all kinds of new pigeons. The word for pigeon in Hebrew is the same as dove. And both were holy to the Lord. Wait, did I count as one of the 12 or the 13th? Oh, your neshama is a dove. Yeah. Yeah, so 13, 13 doves. 13th dimension <laughs> dove luncheon. In the supernal realm. I saw Maria some, I love the nature signs and wonders. I love the earth and all creation is so precious. And so in the Shekinah, when I get to be around nature, it's just so much different than just being in the, the nefesh. I like to go to the zoo. When you're in your neshama, in your, your golden soul, mm-hmm. ruah is silver soul, nefesh is clay soul, your neshama is golden soul. Mm-hmm. 
Chaya soul is gemstone soul. Yachita is transparent mm -hmm. light. Just tons and tons of light beyond imagination yeah. through the gemstone and gold and silver. Maybe and, spider. Can and I believe help. the clay turns into iron and bronze as bo boots of burnished bronze, as is written, Revelation one. So it's immortality of the flesh, a new covenant promise Ooh. where death is swallowed up in victory. Amen. That's exciting. Amen. So having a neshama around animals is honestly probably one of the funnest parts of the neshama, the golden soul. Mm -hmm. And this season, God has allowed me to just have so many wild pigeons. And they're so precious. And I never knew that a pigeon was the ascension offering in Torah. And you could bring doves or you could bring pigeons. And it was both holy to the Lord for the ascension offering. There was, there's like probably 30 pigeons. I have a pigeon feeder. Mm -hmm. So don't think it's like super mystical. It's super mystical, my interaction with them in the Shekinah. And I feed them out of the super mystical neshama soul in the golden garden of Eden. So it's super mystical. Right, but there's also a natural again. wisdom implemented in all of it. Consider the conies. Consider the eagles, consider the lions, and consider the ants. Mm -hmm. So celestial wisdom, angelic protocol wisdom of the rungs has a wisdom that has a dominion over the natural realm that's also perfectly spiritual, perfectly natural, naturally spiritual, without the effort, without the striving, at peace, and just a little more carefree, a little bit more effortless. Amen. A little more calm and peaceful and a little more carefree. Oh, yeah. Then the glory begins to flow and you can enjoy creation around you exceedingly. Can we go back to the iPad picture? Because that reminds me of this. You want to say it? Calm and peace. You got to say it like Yoda says it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can. You are no hope. When you are calm, at peace you will. Not such a good scene. Not too bad. That was really good. I like the plastic Yoda. I really enjoyed him. He's so in the Empire Strikes Back. Before they had CGI Yoda, they had plastic Yoda, right? Okay. Uh -huh. But we're, we are all Star Wars because we're in Star Wars. Okay. We're literally in war. You're literally. Stars. It's all you've born in Star Wars. Born Welcome in to Star reality. Wars. And that's what people look like in the spirit all the aliens around and you just think it's a sci-fi movie. Well, no, it's going to the grocery store. <laughs> that's what they look like. Literally. Burying the image of birds, beasts, and reptiles, animals, and creatures. That's You'll start to see Romans it. Romans 1, it is written. See it. So you don't just get stuck in the animal forms mm -hmm. of the human being. You begin to see what they represent in the eternal spiritual realms of hell and heaven both. Amen. But if he cannot afford a lamb, then he shall bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons as his guilt offering for his sin to the Lord. Mm. One as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. Mm. Amen. So Fulfilled funny. in Messiah, so no, the animals don't die for you anymore. They're pretty happy about it, too. I can tell they rejoice in that. Yeah. I don't have to die for your sins anymore. <laughs> Yay, the new covenant. <laughs> Amen. You know, they get rewards for dying for your sins in the entire Old Testament. What are the animal rewards? They get a city. What's the city? Noah, who was a small city. 
which represents they get eternal life in the coming age, in the world that is coming. It's so precious. Death will be swallowed up for animal life, plant life, as well as human life. Truth, anyhow. I remember reading somewhere about the angels that had a similar countenance to that type of animal. Because mm. some of the angels or the angelic creatures would have like a similar appearance to the animal being sacrificed. And when its spirit would fly away from the sacrifice, they would delight in that creature that looked like them. And mm, that's cool. Yeah. They were ready to receive it. Glory. Um, um, so we got a lot of patty ones. No, <laughs> daddy ones. They do. Yeah. And we have a Jedi Council, too. The Heavenly Sanhedrin. Man. Isn't it good up, to be a patty one? How far up to the rise do we have to go? Master Jedi! <laughs> yeah, you're about oh, to be uh, Anakin, fallen you know, and considered the heights. What was the one that we watched? What's the name of the episode of Star Wars where he be, he turns evil and kills the Padawans? What's the is that That's remember? episode three. Okay, Clone that, Wars. I honestly, I started wanting to learn how to do a um, a watch along commentary for us to watch. Oh, this with Anakin! You guys. Oh, Annie! <laughs> because literally, the commentary that Brandon and I had while watching that, you would have benefited so much from. And I was, I was like, man, we got to find Mystery way to podcast theater, mi- movie watch along. Have you seen those podcast watch alongs where you put a you put a movie on? And then you press play on the podcast at the same time, and their commentary goes along with it perfectly. Man, that'd be so nice. Anyway, there's so much revelation. I think even if you just watch it, you should get yeah, they it. Might, they might take up that show in Comedy Central by our commentary. It's really We call fun. it Kabbalah Central. Kabbalah Central, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good. All the little... The little deceptions and the little pride things and the little like not wanting your secret sins exposed or not wanting to get rebuked by the apostle. All those little things. Yeah. How it escalated into him going to the dark side. All those little things that could have been prevented. It just, it was mind boggling how accurate it was. You were the chosen one. And I was like, you were chosen. You, you were, were supposed, supposed to be to chosen. And the Sith, not become one. Yeah. Oh man, that, that one was. Whew. Mm. It was crazy because a lot of people are supposed to be chosen, Ooh. and if they go into the Clippeth, it's like you literally just forfeited your destiny. It doesn't matter how chosen but how you are. How awesome you is Obi Wan? Yeah. Seriously, that's a freaking soldier. Man, that was a soldier. Mm. Oh. Tender-hearted. Yeah. Stuff is so real, guys. In Christianity, yeah. in ancient Christianity, <laughs> you're living out yeah. Star Wars for real. Yeah, that- and if you ain't, come and see. Yeah. That episode has a really good look at if you want to see the subtleties and l- him leading up to going into the dark side. It was the little things. It was why don't not wanting to reveal his marriage uh, to Obi Wan, like to their mentor, not wanting you know to um, receive correction. He didn't want to. Um, what is it? He didn't want to receive rebuke. He would always say, you know, why can't I be a master Jedi? But I've done all these good works. I've been a successful, yeah. you know, fighter. I've won battles. Haven't I earned it? And it's just like, you yeah, know, the saved wisdom. saved the world a couple of times. He, and, he, and it was genuinely amazing things that he did. So when you have genuine, amazing battles and victories, you have to understand there's part that you can't see. The wisdom needs formed there to protect you from the dark side. From going into the Clippeth. Yeah. And so it's patience. You know. Patience, what, restraint. 
humility. Timing. What he really yeah. forfeited was humility and got into every form of pride. Yeah. And he was gone. Yeah. And then all the woundedness and the self-pity and the, yep. the self-pity kind of sealed Blaming it in. Blaming everyone else. Blaming everyone else. And then you have Satan, mm-hmm. the emperor, as your mentor from that point. And so the lies are sealed in you. You killed in a fit of rage your wife. And so now he's completely sealed by murdering his best friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really sad. So don't let that happen to you. Don't get clipped by the But then, well, we're in the the middle of it. This is for another time. For another time. Okay. But there is a happy ending. Yes. If you haven't (laughs) seen Star Wars yet. (laughs) For another time. For another time. Yeah. Not a happy ending tonight. That's in the future. Yeah. No, it's a very happy ending tonight. This has been... A beautiful broadcast. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for supporting our works and our crusade. But I have bad news for you. Very bad news. Mm, bad news. <laughs> Shadrach says 1,000 is not enough. Minimum two. Oh, look at them go wild. Now they want to just give more. Wow. You know, keep your wallets in your pockets for now. I want you to ask the Lord, the master mm. of your mineral level faith, because you have mineral level faith, because you have gold and economic buying power, you have currency, you have cash. And just ask the Lord of your cash, the Christ of your cash, what you can give into the crusade. We've raised about 3000 in the first 24 hours, which is awesome. That pays for almost half of the air conditioner and the crusade. We do need to raise at least four more. Because the air conditioner is five, the furnace is eight, so the total furnace with AC for the crack house is thirteen thousand, and we got multiple bids. That was the best deal, yeah. and it's it's really good. So that's normal. Welcome to America, the real world. Thirteen thousand, just so you have central air at Joel's bar, maintained like we've had for years. So just maintaining what we already have established. In the broadcasting center is 13K. We already raised the 8 for the furnace. The AC went out after the furnace. And they went out within just months of each other. So, go figure. I didn't even know the AC was 10 years old and they only had 10 to 15 year lifespan. I found Mm -hmm. that out the hard way when they told me this thing's failing dead and it needs to be replaced. And that's why it's freaking boiling hot in here Mm -hmm. the last couple weeks. But she loves it. I hate it. I feel like I'm dying in the furnace. <laughs> but she needs. She is texting people to get a blanket. Because <laughs> I thought you were going to have the fan on. I turned it off for you. I know. That's a lot of love. Yep. Thank you. She likes hot. I like 72 degrees. 73 degrees. And I just Leave feel... in the comments. What what temperature does your nefesh prefer? I'm interested. What temperature does your nefesh prefer? She likes prefer? it 78. I like it 72. And so we're working out our salvation with air conditioning. I went into a sauna one time. It was like 144 <laughs> degrees, and I looked at my... I like the sauna for the heat, but right. I don't like to live in no, it but all listen, the time. Listen to this, though. That's, it's not about the heat. I like hotter sauna than that, but it was 144 degrees, and I looked at my arms, and there was no sweat. I made one of those infrared at 144. Yeah, but the other people in there were sweating profusely. Maybe a, a Saturn and Mars sauna. So I look around, the other people are sweating. And I looked, there was no sweat. And I thought it was like a weird thing. It was just weird. I don't know. I always remember that. The key to the sauna is put a cold little towel on the thermostat. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. If it's an electric, if it's an electric sauna, don't throw water on the rocks. I had this wet towel on the thermostat inside a sauna one time, and these people came in. And man, I thought they were gonna die. <laughs> they, they had their their gold started to burn their skin because they came in wearing jewelry, you know. They, and they started to say, "Ow, ow, my jewelry's burning me. What's going on in here? It's oh. never been this hot." And we're sitting in the back, just like. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I remember that time they were fine when they sat at first when they sat in there. And then the girl said something really sinful toward me. Mm. And as soon as she said that, the jeweler started to burn her flesh. And oh, she started right, screaming yeah. to try and throw it off of her. Yeah. And I had to forgive her sin. <laughs> I wasn't really mad about it, but I just watched it. I what like, do you have, asthma? Oh, yeah, that one. She was yeah. like, what do you have, you know, praise God for What do you have, demons? <laughs> I ain't taking any crap from you. That's funny. I go donkeys. I go donkeys. Yeah, <laughs> and she was a donkey for sure. Yeah, but we forgive. You gotta forgive people's sins. They don't really know what they're doing. They just say demonic stuff, and then they get hurt. And so you have to look out for people. Yeah, we're always compassionate yeah. towards the soul, even if it is a donkey soul. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It can become a sheep soul just by repentance. But it didn't. It was a blasphemous fool and ran out screaming. Yep. Well, and that's what really happened. That's yeah. usually what that's happens. That's usually how it goes you know. down. Very rare where a person's oh. like Saul. Pray for me, oh my God. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> a sinner in the hands of an angry God. It's usually God. like you self-righteous Christians. Yeah. You think you're better than everyone. And it just goes to show, never really pay attention to what people with demons are saying to you because it usually it's the opposite of what God is Don't doing. Don't necromance. Now, one of the ten forms of the sorceries in the world is necromancy, mm-hmm. which is talking with the dead. That's why I don't talk to anyone on Facebook Messenger anymore. Right. We don't necromance huh, anymore. Sorry. No necromancy, <laughs> necromancy today, Satan. Not today. Amen. Oh, there was one more thing I wanted to address because uh, many of the women are starting to experience something. I guess, I'm guessing the husbands probably are too, but maybe they haven't mentioned it. And on top of that, before they mentioned it, the Holy Spirit was talking to me about how to potentially help them understand what's going on. And what you have, what we have here is the roads, driving in the glory and people manifesting. Mm. So it turns out a lot of our people, they're not, they weren't really prepared for that. They've been protected, but it seems like a strange occurrence. Uh, You know, when you go on the road in the glory and people are manifesting like crazy and trying to cut you off or they're watching accidents happening but it's not quite touching them. Or now them. they're all high on it shook weed. shook them up a little bit. Smoking weed driving around because it's legalized in half America so they're all on drugs. Right. Oh man. So it's a mess. The demons can dr- jump into them if they're on that pharmacia just like Mr. Smith in the Matrix. So even if it was a normal sinner all of a sudden now it's a very high ranking mm-hmm. demon especially if you're serious about ascension on Jacob's ladder. Right. So can we maybe let's talk about why they might be experienced when you get serious about righteousness and then you used to just drive like normal and now they're going crazy on the roads it's like what is that that's it's for us we are used to i, it. I mean i've known right. a lot of people die in their youth from car accidents it's not rare it's common so make sure you have prayer and forgive your unknown sins and ask your angelic guard as it's written 60 champions around the marriage carriage of solomon why is that 
you're gonna need them on the highways. They needed them with horse and buggy mm-hmm. in Song of Songs. How much more you in a car with an engine going 60, surrounded by cars with engines going 60, which they couldn't even fathom 3,000 years ago when Ecclesiastes was written, right? You're going to need angel armies around you on the roads, especially if you're ascending the rungs of Jacob's ladder. Mm-hmm. Truth or yeah. It seems to correlate with the warfare and then and the breakthroughs. Uh, whenever there's enemy opposition, sometimes we'll notice they'll be swerving on the roads. How many times have we been attacked on the roads or they just manifested and tried to get close? You know, you can see that countless it's like spiritual entities. To the summer that were just so demonic that were assassination attempts from Saturn and Mars. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So we have the one sister said, In the last few weeks, I've never seen so much demonic activity on the road until now. My sister and I are on the highway, and a car was swerving across all lanes and hit a car. They didn't stop either. And then it was repentant. But constellations and planetary systems cannot harm Jacob different. Amen. So, clothed in the sun, Revelation 12.1, it is written. Guess what sun clothing is? Cosmic armor, so sorcery in the heavens of the one-third that fell can't touch you or harm mm-hmm. you. That's the only reason I'm still alive today. They've tried to kill me like a hundred times since I've been in full-time ministry. Yep. And then another sister who said, Since Thursday last week, I have had three major incidents on the road. Like, very bizarre incidents that have been wild. And I praise the Lord for his protection. So this will be timely for me. God bless you. So. Amen. Okay. Yeah, so when you, before you go in your Church car, of Laodicea, don't deal with that. Yep. Church of the Messianic Kingdom does daily. Yep. It's a totally different world. Welcome to the Kingdom Age. <laughs> yep. So you're going to need the full armor of God. Uh, like you said, make sure you forgive. Uh, forgive yourself and your family. Uh, forgive the sins of the people in your cosmic family of righteousness, RLM. So usually for me, it's I forgive, you know, I forgive um, our people's sins, my sins, his sins, all of our people's sins, uh, whether it's something ominous in the sapphire stones or whether Sometimes you need to just have angelic protocol and only enjoy wholesome music while you're driving and not converse with the children or the spouse Mm -hmm. because they really try to distract you and bring demonic curses while you're driving. Right, because here's the thing. A lot of the things that you say all the time are sin, all the time. Mm. Those are those things over your head that you don't even know are sin. You think you're just talking, you're interacting. Well, you're actually sinning. And so they're going to try and pick those things and use them while you're flying down the highway. They're all accusers. I notice that sometimes we just won't even talk to each other on the road because we're like, all right, it's Battleship Angelic Galactica. Protocol. We're like, Battleship Galactica, here we go. Yeah. And let's just blast some praise music or some wholesome music mm. or pray in tongues or praise God. Being on the road, driving through enemy territory, because, you know, certain territories, they're still kind of territorial in those places. If you're about to be blazing through enemy territory, now's not the time to be sinning with the sins that you don't know are sin. That's what they're going to try and use against you. So uh, just be mindful of what you're speaking and your thoughts of what you're thinking toward others. As long as you're inside the walls of the Angel of Shekinah. Behave yourself on the road. You'll have a good drive. Yeah, it'll be glorious. But if you go outside of them... Yep. The protection goes down huge 
percentages, huge measurements. Mm. That's why the most critical thing as good shepherds is to get you all sealed with Mother Jerusalem in your hearts, foreheads, and hands. That means you're all safe inside her walls of jasper, for, for it is written, Jerusalem is a city with impenetrable walls. Amen. Amen. Therefore, you can't be touched by the ten forms of sorcery of Laban in the world. Amen. Amen. So if you're noticing a lot of demonic activity on the roads, make sure if you're driving with others, with your family, why don't you go ahead and talk to your family and just let's have that be praise and worship time. Amen. Let's have that praying in tongues time. Let's and get all the kids knowing the worship songs. Put yeah. on some Ron Cannoli. Yeah. Something and get fun. everyone to know the songs and sing worship mm-hmm. together while you're driving and turn it into Bliss, yeah. Solomon's palaquin. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, we just speak protection over you as well. Let the apostolic covering and anointing wash you. Forgive your sins by the blood of Jesus. Protect you and your families when you're coming and when you're going. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bam. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. So let's raise today and tomorrow and this weekend. Um, What do we need? We need three. We need two more. If we do 3,000 for the crusade, we have 1,000 for the crusade. He says two to three thousand for the crusades in Kenya have been the best crusades. I honestly thought one thousand would be amazing. He says two to three is what we really need. Let's do it. So let's raise two more thousand for the crusade. And then we need two more thousand for the air conditioner. So we do need to raise four thousand right now for the apostolic commandments of the things that God has orchestrated and assigned for us this August. You know, it's interesting. I went into, as a seer, I went into a vision when you were talking to me about uh, raising support for the crusade. And when you said $2,000, I immediately went into that vision of there was a crusade we did when Shadrach was praying and then he physically started glowing. Uh And I really do believe there's a lot of glory there on that. uh, Yeah, we have an we had the glowing apostle uh, Shadrach. He was wearing all white, robed in white, and it was a very special crusade. It was very yeah, special we wear time. white all the time, and you don't see it glowing like that. It was like super, super Shekinah mm, glow. Yeah, I think we all had it as like a profile picture for a while. But um, yeah, so I went into that vision. I believe God wants to do a really amazing work in Africa. I do hope he glows again. Like yeah, no, no, he will. You he go will, from yeah, glory, glory to glory, glory forever, Shadrach. It's yeah. in order. And uh, yeah, so it's just, it's a really special time. There's, there's an anointing of prayer upon Shadrach. So I charge you. Charge you. To go from glory <laughs> to glory. Amen. Whatever yeah. price needs to be yep. paid, amen. It's usually just yeah. knowledge and pride and culture mm-hmm. and male and female and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Just human death. Yeah. That's all you guys got to repent of to go from glory to glory. It's just all of your humanity. Amen. And yeah, and often and take heart too. Oftentimes on sapphire stones, God tempers us with his humility. So sometimes those signs and wonders from previous seasons that you love so much that you might miss. Mm. A lot of times he will just kind of take it away or reduce it a little bit to produce more humility. And just to get keep you focused, because like for me, there's a couple of different things. That if it was still manifesting a lot, I would not be focused. And I know that mm. he's he's communicated that to me many times. Yeah. And so, if a blessing, perfect father, t- take 
if if the blessing will take your focus away from rising on sapphire stones, he'll just remove it, <laughs> because that's how he is. And I appreciate that focus. He's a jealous he's a, father. He, he is Zion's glory, so he always wants mm -hmm. to be the center of your heart and your mind and your hands. Is and if he's yeah. not, idols 100% of the time. Yep. Truth in him. Let him be the main thing and keep the main thing the main thing, which is God and his will. And so take heart if there's things from previous seasons that you miss. Just try to understand God's purposes and how he tempers us in humility. The glory will always increase. You'll go glory to glory on hmm. sapphire stones. But remember, what did Bob Jones say? Our idols are our ideas of how God is going to do it. So you just got to let those idols go and let God do Ooh, it the way he uh, sees fit. Amen? Your idols are what you think God is going to do. Yep. And you got to let it go. A little yep. more carefree. Carefree. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Give into the crusade. Give into the air conditioner. Any link in the description. It's all going towards whatever advances the kingdom and wise stewardship of the throne of the apostles from supernal Jerusalem. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Amen. to start all over again because there were things that he got to the place he didn't say but they would be sometimes things he would think on and he began to cultivate that ability in God that he wasn't going to think unbelief. God can work in your life and you can drive spiritual stakes and you can begin to cultivate something and it becomes yours. Work in my life. There are always folks that know how to push the buttons and they keep pushing them until you get sad. And they, those who were sad, as soon as you get sad, they get happy. Have you ever watched it? <laughs> and I saw from Isaiah 53 that he not only bore my sicknesses and my sins, but he bore my sorrow. And when I saw that in the scripture, I knew that I never needed to be sad again and full of sorrow. And if he comes along momentarily for a few minutes, I just remember, amen, that I'm going, I have will to be joyful, amen. I have willed to resist sadness. Amen. I'm not going to yield to it. And in like manner, if we're going to be carefree, this is the day to cultivate it. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's give him a good clap offering. Hallelujah. Let's do Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, His grace is sufficient for me. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, His grace.
of carefree when you get there. You've got to be the first partaker of being carefree in order to bless them. Hallelujah. My God will You'll supply them. Just dance forward and backwards. Two steps forward, two back.